Hey, it'll be Friday when we're talking business and balance and all of those good things with you every single week. Yep. So let's get into it. So we have some listener questions because I went on to Instagram and asked people to ask some ask some questions or ask us some questions. Um, so I picked three of them. I have three more that we'll use next episode because you know time. Um, so the first one is best tips for photo editing. Um, and I'm assuming that this means, you know, like iPhone photos because they didn't evict. Um, so if it's not iPhone photos, then let me know because I can give you a lot of tips, you know, otherwise. Um, but I feel like they're obviously specific to if you using Photoshop, if you're using Lightroom, et cetera, et cetera. But if it means iPhone photo stuff that's going up to the gram, that sort of thing, um, then I really, really, there's two apps that I personally love to use if I'm, you know, editing just an iPhone photo. Um, and those are PicTap Go um, and Color Story. And I kind of use them for different reasons. Uh, Color Story has like good filters. Um, they have good, uh, if you want to like add in like a little bit more light and just like kind of some stylistic like choices. Um, they're really good for that. And then PicTap Go is really great to me for, they also have like filters and stuff, but I just really like their classic editing when I want to bring like more vibrance into a photo, photo more contrast, uh, that sort of thing. I love their blacks and whites and also for resizing. I really like PicTap Go. I pretty much exclusively use it to like resize, to crop, to, you know, do that to photos because it's just so quick and easy. Um, so yeah, I pretty much just use the two of them. I've used so many over the years. I've tried so many and, you know, I, I kind of think everybody kind of has the ones that they're snapsy. There's, you know, just a million different kinds that it just depends on what you like. But I like those two because they're really easy to just like get in, do what you need to do and get out. Yeah. I mean, I'm still team Visco probably the day I die. It's just, it's easier for me. It's easier to crop. It's easy. Everything's in one place. I have so many filters mm -hmm. from forever ago that I still use all of those and a lot of the visco filters I also use in Lightroom as well so it's very similar um when I'm doing other photography like just big photography in general and then um I know uh, Bonnie Sang does Snapseed and I think she does visco as well and she loves snap like I tried Snapseed when it came out so I have not tried it since obviously it's 2021 it's a completely different app but her Instagram yeah. photograph course swears on Snapseed's God. Um, I remember Beautiful mm -hmm. Mess was really big in the color store like you. So I feel like all the bigger bloggers or influencers or whomever have their kind of their stack, so to speak, until I think we've yeah. kind of learned through and our styles of so who we like. like. Yeah, so much of it I think is like, what is your style? So it's like if you really like light and airy photos versus if you like really moody photos versus if you have like a lot of pinks in your photos or a lot of like greenery so it's like somebody who you know has an instagram that's all about plants might want to use something different than somebody who has an instagram that's all about cooking or that's about living in the snow or whatever it is you know so depending on the photos that you're editing uh it really can depend on which editor is going to be best for you but i, I always feel like fast yeah fast is quicker um also always obviously not as much natural light as possible um mm -hmm. you know that's probably where you're gonna get your best bang for your buck uh try to center your photographs to be less busy and especially when you're outside i know it's hard like 
when they're just starting out where the photos don't look as good because there's so much happening just kind of figure out what works for you try to find places that are less busy um, if you're taking pictures of yourself in fashion it just depends there's so many things like if you're doing food obviously a, a higher shot with layers is gonna work better than you know when you're just straight on taking a picture of a person so so many things yeah yeah and um yeah i mean just have fun with it find your style like one of the things i do like about pictactual like i said is that like you can just kind of get to the basics and edit those basics basics and i think if you haven't found your style yet it's really good to just take the photo and just edit for you know color and clarity and edit for those basics and then before you get into like filters and all that like starting from there and seeing like what do i really like um so it's a really good idea for that and kind of like you said like if you use your app and then can use in lightroom it's like i use mine um and the same company has uh different presets and stuff that i use in photoshop mm -hmm. so it kind of brings that continued you know feel to whether i'm you know editing photos from my camera or editing photos from my phone um, i'm using similar uh tools and that sort of thing so Good stuff. All right. So second question, if you're going to open another business, what would it be? That's a great question. I think I did. I talk about this last week. I'm literally just going to start a pressure washing and carpet cleaning business just so I can <laughs> yes. clean things and not talk to people. <laughs> it sounds like it's physical labor. It's mostly like not heavy thinking i don't have to make if you see me outside in your grandma's house this is my choice i decided to take a break about obviously if it's having like a shop i think that if i was going to open up another business i'm like so like with the nonprofit and my business now it would have to be something either that overlaps like opening up a storefront for kismet and charisma um or a bookshop slash storefront which is something that i almost did right before <laughs> and I'm so thankful that it didn't happen like you know like you hear about people that are like oh like sometimes like what's meant for you will happen in the right time blah, blah, blah. and I'm really glad I didn't sign that lease because I will um so yeah so I've always like loved the idea of like a bookshop um you know a storefront for something like that but I'm gonna just, like if I had a lot of and I could do whatever I wanted I would probably actually order open up like a cbd based like bakery and tea place because that's awesome. sell, like some also sell like cbd baked goods and cbd teas and again this stuff does not too high um so it wouldn't be like you know a weed shop um but it would also still be a very calm place which i would enjoy going to work in but that would be something if i had a lot of money and i was gonna be more hands-off like i would just like to be the boss that goes in and then like eats a CBD cupcake and then like goes about my day doing other stuff. <laughs> I think you just want that to exist, but also financially benefit. Like you just like the idea of going yeah. to get a CBD cupcake at any time at your disposable. I want to make all the decisions for it. Like I want to do the brand. You're like, you want it to look good. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be the... the well, Jay-Z is trying to get people in the cannabis industry. So this is actually a good time to look at what I grants be, and stuff they have yeah, available. I would be the owner and I would, you know, I would not be the operating manager because I'd still want to do my stuff, you know, but it would be like a great way to be involved in that without... Get like, Jay-Z to give you some money. I think we should do uh, it. Do it. I, I would love that, but I, I don't want to do... You know, I don't want to do the THC stuff. I don't have an issue. Well, it's just the cannabis industry, industry and CBD but... and THC together. Yeah, yeah, so all the grants. Yeah. 
I'd have to be specific with him though because I'm like I can't. Well, I don't think he cares. I think he just wants to give okay. black people money to get in this industry because oh, it's getting out of it, it's getting unbalanced yeah. so quickly. So if yeah. you do like because products, I'm like, I'm like everyone's always been like, oh, like you're so anxious, like you need to smoke. But it for me that makes me more anxious. It's not. It's it's terrible. Like I wish it didn't, but it does. So that's why, like, it took me so long to even try CBD because even though everyone's like, you can't get high from it, I was like, but what if you can? And they're like, but you just, it's like, you just can't. You're like, like, look at the chemicals, my sis. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's, it's been amazing just how it actually just like calms me down and it's like, whoa, and you really are not high at all. And so it's amazing because yeah, for me, THC makes me even more anxious, which not fun. All right, so third question. Now that you've both moved, will you do tours of your new place? No. <laughs> I didn't do tours of the last place I lived. I barely, I don't think I even did tours of the last, like I did an office, like I would do shoes of my office because I would do yoga there. But I never, I don't think I've ever done an official look at my place and what it looks like. So no, but I think it's cute. I think other people do it. And I'm like, clearly that's where I get my ideas from. <laughs> So I will do one, but it won't be until late March because that's when my big couch gets here. So like right now we are just using a little futon couch. So it's like my place is just not set up the way I want it to be. And I'm waiting to get an edible couch gets here. So things just kind of like, you know, cause I just want to make sure it fits the way I want whatever. Um, so yeah, I think that like once that piece is in, like everything else will kind of like fall into place of how I want it but until then I just kind of feel like there's no point because uh it just doesn't look the way that I want it to look so there's not really much to tour I might do I like I've thought about doing I don't want to get murdered um so I'm like worried about you know people knowing a little bit too much about where I live and that's you know being in a new area like you're you have to kind of learn like is this like a very obvious um yeah like right yeah so it's like I've been like hesitant so it's kind of like I feel like you could tell somebody in Orlando area like yeah I live in Winter Garden and that's like a huge area so it's like they're not gonna be able to track you down necessarily but here certain areas and certain neighborhoods it's like it can be a few blocks you know so it's I'm still kind of learning all of that of like what is safe to share and what is not safe to share um but I think doing one of like the interior but I'd probably just do that like the interior of the building and not the exterior or the exterior, um, I would do that probably on like the close friends thing on Instagram. So if you are on that, then I would probably do that because I just don't want it to be like public because I feel like even from the amenities, figure out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my interior of my apartment, I will definitely do, but it'll be like April. Um, and again, I'm not like, I'm not saying I'm so fancy or whatever. I think everybody should be cautious on the internet because it really doesn't matter if you have you know, five followers or a hundred followers or a hundred million followers, like people get stalked and like wild things happen. So you should be Yeah. Careful. There's like just, um, it's just a safety precaution in general yeah. in life. Like don't post so much of stuff on your Instagram or like your social media where a normal person could figure out just like where you work, where your children go to school, where you live, where your yeah. spouse or partner were like that stuff should be I mean, pretty you much never know, like you might just have like a like a quote-unquote normal amount of followers and somebody might just decide that they have taken an interest to you for whatever reason and yeah. it's just it makes no sense like the way that people are with this sort of thing so it's just 
it's best to be cautious yeah. and not let And your local sheriff's office is, is really, like, I, at least here, and I know other states have this initiative, where they've been trying to tell people to s- stop having so much personal information on their house. Like, even just, not even online, but, like, yeah. on your bumper stickers on your car. Like, if you have a cast member yeah. sticker, one, you're narrowing it down, I know where you work. So now I can stalk you, follow you. I know you live in a certain area. You live in, like, three or four, you know, cities in Orlando if you work at Disney. That's just a, a regular thing. It's like, it's, here, here's all of the kids that are in my car. And I'm like, why? Why? why yeah, why? I don't, we don't need this information. So, yeah, just, uh, if you don't, if you're not sure, I can put at least Osceola County's like link to the infographic that they have of like how to better secure yourself so you can do less of that but um, if you are into like other houses and things I always recommend going to Architectural Digest's YouTube and watch Open Door for like hours at a time because those are the best house tours they're like cribs for us now apartment therapy obviously there's so many places but i'm, I'm not sure yeah, like my, i think my best friend is the only person that knows literally physically where my house is she's she was here yesterday like she's the only person <laughs> like that is it <laughs> okay so today with the inauguration being yesterday us finally having a new president um we're going to talk about how and when to talk about politics as a business owner um, which is a layered, complex conversation. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just get into it. So I think a lot of people, especially over these last four years, have really lost the difference between politics and values. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just reading the actual definition of politics, politics, the activities associated with the governance of a country or other area, especially the debate or conflict among individuals or parties having or hoping to achieve power. And so the definition of values is the regard that something is held to deserve the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. And some examples of values would be dependability, reliability, loyalty, commitment, open-mindedness, consistency, honesty, efficiency, and I mean, they, values are so varied, like they can go on. Those are just some common ones. Um, so yeah, it's very different to be like, these are my politics and these are my values. And then even as far as politics go, they've gotten so strange in the United States that things that are just should kind of be bipartisan, like we should all get the chance to try to live through a pandemic and get like not die. (laughs) Like that should just be like basic. That shouldn't be like, oh, that's a that's, you know, a, a Democrat thing. Like it shouldn't be a left thing or whatever. It should just kind of be, you know, those are just like human like basic human rights and things like that should be bipartisan it shouldn't really matter which side you're on of the political spectrum yeah living having good life is not socialist like just expecting citizens to live in a country without dying based on something that you know what i mean like or having access to something that can keep them from dying such as the vaccine for a pandemic uh virus is not political it's not socialism it's just being a, a good person <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how to explain this yeah there, and there's been such a huge shift in that and so it's like to me you know a lot of these like movements that are happening things that are happening they're not to me they're not political because essentially like it should just be a basic human right or it should just be like basic decency that would be like make you feel like okay people need to be treated the same and, and things like that um, so yes, so there is a difference between politics and values, and I think that in America that has been 
um, <laughs> very, it's become like a very gray, strange area. And I know that we have listeners from other countries and I'd be very interested to see uh, what it's like over there. But in America, people really uh, kind of exchange the two for each other um, and they are different. Um, so we're gonna talk about how politics can play a role in your life and business and how values can. So for politics, an example of politics taking effect in your life and business would be like the laws in your area that affect businesses, right? Um, because if you live in Florida versus if you live in Virginia or Maryland or DC, you're gonna have different laws for how to operate your business. Uh, so that's an example of politics and policies affecting your actual business. Um, they can also affect your particular field, uh, depending on like, so for example, uh, it was a few years ago when um, in the UK, they started making you include, do you remember what it was like that you had to include on the website? It's so funny because I wrote- uh, GDPR. Down, remember. Okay. Your yeah. GDPR so policy. It became like a law that you had to include that on your website, right? And it, it was like real quick, all of a sudden, everybody in the UK had them and a lot of people in the state started having them, especially if they had crossover audiences and stuff, um, they started just including it as well because they knew that they would have to. Uh, so that's an example of politics or policies actually directly affecting your business. Um, and there's, yeah, there's just a million ways that they that they can truly, um, but if you were working in, you know, Angelica's field and the field that I was working in at that time, then that was really affecting us because we're I, I was writing those up like, every day yeah. um, for people. That was like pretty much what I did at that moment. Um, so yeah, so things like that will affect your field. Um, recently with like the virus and everything that's happened, certain businesses have been allowed to operate and others haven't, right? So some have been deemed essential, others have not. Um, so that has been something that's like been with your field that those policies affect you. So politics can definitely affect your business and definitely does affect your business. Um, but then values also do as well. Um, I think we had a whole episode on, you know, values and how to work values into your business and have them feel represented in your business and whatnot. But I think of values more of like a set of rules and culture around your business and like the reasons for like why you do what you actually do. So to me, like a value would be that everyone should have some time out for themselves every day to kind of relax and reset and recharge. And that's why I love pouring candles for people. Um, Cause I value that, that alone time and that quiet time, um, which is a very different thing than, than politics. Um, so yeah, they're different. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't know, um, yeah, I don't, it's very difficult because I think if someone has already set in their mind, that politics is this like this thing this this issue this value because obviously as a religious person depending on what your religion religious beliefs are your values are your own it's not political that's your personal values and a lot of times people take those things and kind of have warped them based on what just you know we've what's been happening with the internet and people being unable to uh, specu to see or look through things that are false and falsehoods and etc. Like, I feel like every day I see more dis like misinformation being shared on the information mm -hmm. than actual like facts, because people are so wanting 
politically to align with their values and how that represents them in business. So a lot of times people are like, well, this is my business. I'm going to do it this way. This is a big thing with MLMs right now is that obviously a lot of people who join MLMs kind of swing more conservatively. And so to them, a lot of the, the selling points are like, well, politically, we, we put our money here because it aligns with our values. But those people don't see the separation between values and politics. Like, they don't see the difference between that. You can support politics that represent your values, but those don't mean that like, you know, that Planned Parenthood existing has nothing to do with you being unable to run your bookstore. You know what I mean? Like those things don't yeah. align. You can still sell like shakes or whatever you're selling and Planned Parenthood still be a thing. Like, you know, what I mean? like it just, it baffles my mind that the line is so blurred and people, society has decided, at least American society, I'm not sure where it is where you are, but in America, it's real blurry for people. They don't understand that there's a big difference in those things. And, and just understanding also like, one big one is freedom of speech, which is, you know, the First Amendment and people really are not understanding that just because you have freedom of speech does not mean you don't have freedom from consequences or, you know what I mean, the right to protest. Obviously, yes, you can. But once again, it's not freedom for consequences. So once again, regardless of what the thing that you value, if you're trying to protest is good or bad, considering to your values, depending on what that is, your employer still has the right to terminate your employment. Your contractor, contract, the person you have a contract with has the right to terminate your contract. It's legal for them to do that. They're not discriminating against you, which is a whole other legal, political situation that's different. It's that you decided to do this thing, this act, and doesn't align with their values in their business, and they have the right to no longer do business with you or employ you. So it's a, I feel like we're going back to economics and, and poli science and like all political science and everything going back to this in this episode, but you do, it's okay to have, it's okay to support things politically that align with you through your business. That's totally fine. You can donate through your business for certain politicians, certain causes, certain um, amendments or whatever is happening locally. You know, there's a lot of things that happen here. Obviously tourism companies, hotels are always giving money to politicians who support big tourism initiatives in our Florida, you know, house and our Florida Senate. But, uh, you know, a smaller business like, a, you know, me, I'm not, that's not what my alignment is. I really don't think that tourism has been good for Florida, to be honest. And COVID has been a big, like, revelation on how much we've suffered under the, the guise of we need tourist dollars and how, you know, I worked in tourism, hospitality, so I understand how it works. But I think there's so much money to be given and so much things that we can give to our local businesses that aren't in tourist sectors that get nothing. Yeah. Um, or even our education. <laughs> Can we give teachers and yeah. in, in schools more money? So, yeah, they're just these things that we're saying aren't like, you know, they're not controversial. They're just that's the that's reality. I don't know. I just like it's so hard to to live in America right now as a person exists when people feel so oppressed. Well, say I like that you used the word discrimination and said like talked about how a lot of people because that's another word that like people people don't understand the word politics they don't understand the word values they also don't understand the word discrimination and we see that thrown around a lot here and it is hard for like obviously us groups of people that have truly faced discrimination to see these people that have not faced it and they think that they're facing it because of they're just actually facing consequences. There's a big difference between discrimination and consequences. So if you, you know, are a business owner and you decide to say that you hate first, actually, I'm going to use a real life example. There is a um, restaurant that is in Winter Garden. It is in downtown Winter Garden, if you're familiar with the area, which is an area right outside of Orlando. 
and they have a racist name for the restaurant. It is racist to black people. And people started putting two and two together. Um, I've always known and never gone to it, but people started putting two and two together this year. And white people are like, oh my God, you can't do this. This is crazy. So they started a petition and they were like, you need to change the name. And the owners were like, well, we're not gonna change the name because freedom of speech, we're gonna do what we wanna do, blah, 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 you can't tell us what to do. So what happens is a lot of people that didn't understand the uh, the correlation of what the name meant before um, now are, because if you don't know a lot about slavery and things like that, you may not have understood what it meant, right? It may have gone over your head. So these people have now said, well, we're not going to your restaurant and we're gonna tell everybody we know what is going on and to not go to your restaurant well they're not discriminating against you you're just experiencing consequences of having a racist name for your place of business that's all it's not discrimination it's just people saying oh well these are the consequences we no longer want to patron your business and we are going to let other people know to not patron your business that was your choice to make that name you could choose any other name that you want to choose you chose the name that you chose but no one is saying we're not going to come to your business because of the color of your skin or your religion or anything like that. It's literally, they just are uncomfortable with, you know, being associated with the racist name of your business. So those would be consequences. Let me tell you, I just Google.com because I had not heard this one. Uh, yikes. Okay. <laughs> right? And you know, so you know Axum. Yes. Um, I go to Axum all the time, which is like not too far away, which is how yeah, yes. you about that place. There, I off uh, sidebar. There's another restaurant in Gotha that has a racist name that we learned about, and uh, we will talk about it later. Uh, that area is just fun for your restaurant names, but that is right. abysmal. Um, anyway, I think we want to move on to how to share your values in politics because there's obviously you, you may want to do that now if you feel a little bit more empowered of less, you know, 45 ish life. I don't know how, you know, some people didn't want to share their politics because they didn't want to start fights or whatever. But if you're into this, if you're new, if you're a baby and you want to kind of have your business express more of you, who you are and what your beliefs are personally, we have some thoughts and steps on what to, you can do to kind of ease yourself into that transition if you haven't been doing that as well. Yeah, so I think that like a big one is just sharing your politics like clearly and calmly. And by that, I just mean like don't yell at people. <laughs> um, it's just not necessary. Like you could just state what it is. And like I also hate when people also are like, I'm saying something, but I'm not fully gonna say it. Just say it. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna like bring it up, just like be clear with what it is, right? Um, don't like be weird about it. Just like. This is what it is. State it clearly, and that's that. Um, for me, that's that's just. And I like when a business tells you who they are and what they're about. And hey, even if you're, you know, the opposite, you have all the opposite political views and all the opposite values that I have. You're still gonna have somebody who likes your business. Uh, there's Chick Fil A is evidence of that. I'm like, there's 74 um, million people clearly, or whatever the number was, 7.4 million or whatever that you know that number of people who voted opposite. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. So I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with um, seeking out businesses you where you support the people's values because yes, of course we then go around and turn around and spend money that aligns with our 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 values and our politics, right? So it's like. If you give me money, then I'm probably gonna donate some of that money to feminist causes. I'm gonna 
you know, possibly donate to my own nonprofit. I'm going to donate to education. Like these are things that I'm going to do with the money that I have. And I'm also going to support small business owners, um, that, you know, whose values align with mine and who are black and queer and, you know, femme. And so it's like, yeah, if you don't want your money going to those places, then you probably don't want to work with me. That's, that's very true very valid. Um, so yeah, I think that just stating them clearly and being like, this is how I feel. This is, you know, where I'm at. Um, and without it, it everything, I will say, Biden made one uh, really good point yesterday. And that is that everything doesn't need to be like, what did he say? Like a whole raging fire. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to like, and some things do need to be a raging fire. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying when it's like you just stating your politics with your business it doesn't need to be an argument with anybody this is the way you feel and it is what it is if somebody wants to work with you or not work with you to me personally i would just rather somebody who who is like well i don't like your politics i don't want to work with you okay great like i'd rather not work with that person that's just me personally maybe you feel different but for me i'm like i'd rather if you you know like for me politics affect my life uh pretty directly um, and for a lot of people of color, for a lot of black people, for a lot of women, for a lot of immigrants, a lot of people that um, have these, you know, asterisks by them that make us quote unquote other, uh, basically not rich white people. Um, we do have like policies genuinely affect our lives, like our day to day lives. So for me, it's like if you're going to vote on policies that truly like will take rights away from me and the people that I care about, then like, I don't really want to work with you. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay with servicing, um, you know, the communities that I am a part of and making my living that way. And there's a lot of people that are not, and that's totally fine. I have literally worked with people that are like, I don't want anybody to know that I am black. I don't want photos of me on the website because I'm trying to get money from like rich white Republicans. Do you, you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that's, that's how I do it. That's what I do is just being, I like to be up clear and upfront and just be like, this is how I feel. And I don't really argue with people about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's at the end of the day, if you're going to decide to do that, you need to be sure that you're going to stand firm in your, your values. And again, not make it a point of, or your political stance, either one, and not make it a point of like contention for you towards other people to make an act of aggression. You don't have to. You are you have a right to be mad about things. Just trust me, marginalized people are tired of mad and angry. I'm not telling you not to be mad. What I'm saying is just off the front being aggressive and screaming at people who just said good morning, how are you? And you're like, I'm a Democrat, yeah. scream. Uh, it's like, okay, well, that's cool. Here's some money. I don't know what you want. Or, you know, I'm not, whatever it is. I think they're, yeah, I think. And I also think like it depends on like the when, right? It's like, it's not, like there's times when it's necessary and there's times when it's just not. So like on my main page, like I'm out and like, this is that and that is that or whatever. But on like my Kismet and Charisma page, like people really are wanting to see like candles and be calm. So like I'm not sharing a lot of that stuff on there. Um, but it's like, I'm obviously transparent about my belief system you can go to my page and like my regular instagram and see that but it's mostly just candles on the other because that's you know it is what it is but i think that we both like kind of weave our values into what we do like i think about the print that you just did um 
for the Merry Christmas print where you, how many languages did you cover? Yeah, I think it was like 12 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously right there, you're showing like, you know, unity among like different types of native tongues around the different people, that sort of thing that, that shows that value right there with that. And like, for me, it's like, I obviously have like a Black Lives Matter candle and a Black girl magic candle so like obviously that shows how I feel about that and then we both um give like proceeds of sales from products to different charities and you can look up the charities that we you know support with our products and so it's like that kind of gives you some insight as well into where we stand on politics where we stand on our values but without again us like I don't want to say like I don't want to try to like don't be left out and like literally don't scream and argue at people because that's what a lot of people have been doing lately and that's I'm just saying like that's probably not the best look for your business I think it's great to be loud and proud and I think there's a lot of people that are loud and proud and and even political in their their businesses but there's a difference between like doing that and just like getting into like fights with people in your comments that go on for you know days like that's kind of a completely different situation yeah i mean if you get paid to do that then hats off to you and if it doesn't stress you out then go like i'm like well go for it i mean i don't know it, it doesn't seem okay, good yeah. unless it is your job unless it is your job because it is it's there's there are lots of people where it's their job um so i'm like i don't want to hate you like i'm not hating because get your money how you gotta get it get it uh but i will say it does tend to lead to less happiness and peace um over time um, just yeah. by knowing people who were very idea. much like that, you know, a decade ago. Yeah. There's an artist named Jennifer Velez who is on all the different places, and she's really popular on Instagram. I shared some of her art yesterday um, following the inauguration, and she focuses a lot on, like, fashion. So she'll do, like, fashion of, like, the royal family or, like, political figures or whatever. So, of course, she did Michelle Obama's outfit yesterday because, hello, like, why would she not? Um, and she gets like, she's like a white woman who lives in Connecticut and she gets a lot of people that will be very upset with her for being so, you know, just like loud and open about the fact that she is like liberal. So she'll share, you know, like yesterday she did all of the outfits of all of the, uh, Democrat women who were, um, at the inauguration. So like. People get really upset with her and will argue with her all day and like write nasty things to her and be like, I'm unfollowing you and blah, 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 blah. And she's just kind of like, all right, cool. Like it is what it is. Like it's, it's clear, like what I'm about, what my brand is about. Like I have this, you know, Nancy Pelosi mug for sale. I have these, you know, Michelle Obama prints, like it is what it is. Um, she doesn't argue with people. She doesn't get like overly upset. It's just, she shares what she shares. If people unfollow her, she's like, all right, cool. And that's it. So, I mean, I think that, like, if you're looking for a good example of somebody who kind of, like, puts um, politics and, like, creativity and art together, uh, I would definitely check her out. Her profile is Sophie and Lily. Uh, and then, again, her name is Jennifer Velez. I think she's actually in the process because her, her .com is jennifervelez.com. I think she's in the process of switching over her branding because it used to be Sophie and Lily, which I think is maybe her kids' names or something, or her cats, or I don't know. Um, I'm just guessing. Um, <laughs> but I think she's switching it over to Jennifer Velez just because, you know, so many people are following and everything. So, yeah, that's a really good example of just kind of like 
you know, she posts it, if people don't like it, she's just like, she'll still not like it because tons of people do, right? It's really easy to focus on those people that are like, well, I think differently and I'm very upset and kind of let those people ruin our days rather than thinking about the other people that are like, oh, yeah, like I also value this, this is great. And like we can get like a hundred of those people and one of the other and we're like really upset by it. It's definitely something to work on and try to move past because it's just not worth it, you know? I mean, I definitely think that there are some people that outside of business should have these arguments with people that clearly need to have a change of heart. Um, but I don't think you need to do that from your business page. That's just my opinion. I mean, I think that's that's pretty much it to wrap it up. I don't think there's anything else. I really, I would say it's a lot easier and it's i feel like for me at least i don't know for everyone else um values first because to me like your your political cares in the world there's never gonna be a a politician a party whatever that that fits all your values depending no matter who you are because there's no definition definitive thing there's no no there's no perfect line (laughs) right unless it's you yourself with your own experiences running or like your twin you know, sister, brother, you know, whatever it is. Um, but if you don't have that, you know, going for you, I really would recommend talking about your values being values first, because it also um, helps you find the clients or the customers that align well with you. And it's a little easier to make sales or close deals because those people can see what you like and what you care about up front. And they're very much like, I support this. I want to get a part of this. How can I learn more about this? And it opens up a door for, for broader conversation in your industry, whatever you're doing. So, Obviously, you have the right to share your political views wherever you want, however you want. If you want to attach them on your body, whatever, it's your choice. But just know, again, you're not free from consequences by doing that, whether good, quote unquote, or bad, quote unquote. People can feel however they want to feel about how you feel about certain things politically. It is what it is. But I will, from my point of view, at least recommend you being more values fo- values first. And again, some of those things will obviously fa- fall into a bucket politically, but... It's a little easier to do that. I would love to hear from all of y'all about like how and when you talk about politics or your values or both as a business owner, if you talk about them at all, or if you just keep it close to the chest, um, slide into our DMs on Instagram and like, let us know like how you feel about it. Because I would love just to kind of see how different businesses are doing it and see, you know, see what, what works for other people too. Yeah. So again, we are at Heart and Hustle Podcast on Instagram, Heart Hustle Pod on Twitter.com, Heart and Hustle Podcast on Facebook. We're on all of the places that you can stream podcasts. Talk to your Siri, talk to your Alexa, talk to your Google. Tell them that you want to start a podcast. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye.